Welcome to the Road Soto Podcast. The Road Soto Podcast is your entertainment podcast on the go. Your host Isaiah Cooper and Christy, and an occasional third wheel, present a variety of fun segments from offbeat news to Netflix reviews, with interludes from our sponsors and parent company, Popco Brands. Fasten your seatbelts and please listen responsibly to Road Soda. Hello and thank you. Whoa. I'm sorry. I gotta... Do you just swallow a bunch of air? I think you swallow a bunch of air. Not a bunch. That was a very little bit of... Hello and thank you for cracking another Road Soda. The podcast that never shuts up. On this episode, Subway has lied to us again. A racist man kills not his landlord. And Christy finally likes anime. <laughs> I'm Isaiah Cooper with me still Miss Dusty Gazongas the Sally with the Swingers Christy why are they dusty I don't know just Dusty <clears throat> Gazongas it's actually the name I got the name from an episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force and it's the name of a stripper Dusty Gazongas that um, I'll take it yep anyway what a week huh I mean, it's only Tuesday. It is, uh, but since the last episode, right? It has been a week because we recorded last Tuesday. What happened last week? You told me that uh, you finally confided in me how much you wanted to bash my face in for not moving the chair back. <laughs> I did. Did I say bash your face in? You said if I could, I would cut your Achilles tendons, and then so you couldn't run anywhere, and I would slowly. Uh, cut your flesh into ribbons. That's not what I said. But I appreciate that you took it that way because that means that you'll do it. Mm. Or I just won't walk that way anymore. That would be the smarter idea. For you. Now. So in our house, at our house, there's two doors on the porch. And one of the doors opens up onto the porch and then there's a a screen door right there that goes to the carport to the garbage. It's the closest route to... Physical closest route Mm -hmm. to the garbage. Mm -hmm. The other route is you walk out any of the doors and then you go to the front door of the screen Mm -hmm. and then walk out of the screen and around the carport to garbage can. Longer route. However, if you go the shorter route, there's a chair that you have Mm -hmm. against the door. So you have to move the chair out of the way. Mm -hmm. The screen door is it's fucking janky. Mm -hmm. It's swinging. It's doing its thing. Mm And then your car is parked up against the wall, so you have almost mm-hmm. no walking space to get around. So it's like an obstacle course. Mm-hmm. And you choose to use that door instead of just... It's like when you look up which location of something you're going to go to, and it says that, you know, this one's only this many miles away, this many miles away, and the other one's farther away, but somehow you get to the other one quicker. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go that one. I'm mm-hmm. going gonna, to choose that one. If only I had a GPS to look at, when I was doing this. I just, I think, you know, if I have a bag of trash and I could move it, and it's a large wicker chair. It's not like a little chair. It's a pretty big chair. You have to move that out of the way and try and squeeze my big Jewish body through the door and then and then lift the bag up over and then kind of like, you know, scoot in front of the car to get by. Or 
I could just walk around the car very freely, plenty of room, and go out the other door. And you're just... doing all this walking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're just walking. Who wants to be walking around with trash? Just mm-hmm. taking a stroll with my trash. I think I'd rather hold it up to my chest so I could lift it over the car and try and squeeze between the bumper and the wall. I get it. Usually I totally get it. I just toss it. it out of the door and onto your hood. And then I come Perfect. up and get them all. That's what I prefer to do. Perfect. Yeah, well, um, if you want to get all high and mighty on your horse, it was shortly, shortly after that that you did say one of the most ridiculous things ever spoken out of. <laughs> anyone's fucking mouth ever you're trying to tell me you're, like we're talking about how your mom's like oh it's a hoot because we were trying to figure out what she was going to take you to go do for your birthday or, yeah it was on monday when you had your day off which your birth we're recording this your birthday's at midnight tonight right at once you don't forget anywho so then what had happened was um <clears throat> My mom said, I kept trying to figure out where we were going, Sorry. and my mom said, the place is a real hoot. It's a real hoot. So we were trying to decipher what hoot means. Yeah, like it what mean a hoot of a place is. Yeah, and I was like, well, that could be like, you, you know. You said hooters or something? Like hooters. And then I'm you're like, no, hooters. you're being silly. Yeah. That's not hooters. And I was like, oh, I thought it was like, you know, she was just being The real. most literal interpretation, you know. Right, but she then also uses, uh, that's a hoot. They could explain it could be fun. It could be kind of quirky. It could yes. Be... Quirky. That's the perfect word. Right. But, so I thought maybe I'm like, well, the only place I could think of like that. Is... And you were like, let me read it because you you're wrote gonna, this no, no, down. Because no, what you're going to do is you're going to say it again <laughs> so that it doesn't sound fucking crazy. And then and then everyone who has it, because first of all, she's, you know, thinking in her own mind. Everyone knows what's going on up there. And she's like, you know, that's a hoot. Let me fucking pull it up. Ready? You wrote it she down. Goes, yes. No. That's a hoot. It's, you know, like a hoot. Not like dicks write shit on your head in a bag. You know, it's a hoot. <laughs> now, fucking... And she then she just kept going. And Wait, will you say it again? Everything she said after that, um, I kept saying that sentence over and over. Not like dicks write shit on your head in a bag. Not like dicks... I'm like, what the... I, I thought you had a fucking stroke. I was like, did she just like stroke out for a second <laughs> and it's like do we need to go to the hospital are you doing all right mm-hmm. but then it was then you explained the sentence yeah miss not not come out good no no come out good granted if i knew the reference i would have never i wouldn't have thought twice about how ridiculous that sentence sounded yeah i don't think i realized how ridiculous it sounded until you put it all that way. Not I was right. like, what's what's wrong? What do you not? I don't get it. What You're I like, say. What, are you, what, what are you stupid? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> not like dicks write shit on your head in a bag. Not like dicks where they write shit with your head in a bag or something like that. Yeah. No, that was those are the word for word what you said. Mm-hmm. That's why it was so crazy. Mm-hmm. But you can explain. What mm-hmm. does it mean? The restaurant Dick's Last Resort. Right. Where everybody's rude to you. Right. And they put a big white paper bag on your head and they write something about you. And mm-hmm. it's usually shitty or mocking you or right. funny. That's a hoot. That place is a hoot. That place is a hoot. And I get it. It makes sense. When you know what Dick's Last Resort is, which I, I think everyone's heard of like the restaurant where everyone's rude. Mm-hmm. But I, if you said Dick's Last Resort, I would not know. I would not know that's what it was. I guess it's like a thing. Because you're from a small town. Right. I got something from a small I don't think they, I don't even know if they have one in Florida. Oh, I'm sure they do. I think there's like one in Key West or something. Oh, it's really? like really popular. Yeah. Yeah, probably. But um, I mean, yeah, I've heard of the place. I just didn't know the name. So when mm-hmm. you say that or like what they do in there, 
Mm-hmm. But even still, if I just knew the name, I could, again, figure it out. <clears throat> but not like dicks write shit on your head in a bag. <laughs> you should have asked people, what do you think that sentence means? <laughs> right. I'm going to ask you this question. Next time we find we see somebody, I'm going to ask them if they know what this. I'm going to say this sentence to you. Try to fucking. Well, yeah, but like if you're, it. you know, this place is a real hoot. Mm-hmm. And this is all I'm going to say to describe it. Right. It's like dicks. Their head and are they right? Mm, you can't start because it was even the the like what you put emphasis on. Like it wasn't because you could say that with different inflections and kind of like drive different things home. But you were like, not like dicks write shit on your head in a bag. Like it was just <laughs> like that. It was just like that. Like, you were so concerned. Yeah, I was confused as shit. I'm like, geez, are you doing all right? So, are you doing okay? This is yeah, it. Yeah, we're good. Are we fine? Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because we have an email from Barb. I know that, but I know not what it contains. Yeah, because she just came running in here a little bit ago. She's like, did you get my email? Well, you told me that right. she wrote in. You're like, the Barb wrote in, but I'm not going to read it now. I'm going to slide up for the show. Like you always do. I'm not aware of anything. No. Oh. That's you. <laughs> it's almost my birthday, so you have to so be you have nice to be me. nice. It says, <clears throat> Oh, hell no. I just saw your post for the road soda in front of a camera. So I thought I'd give it a whirl. First well, thing. No, she's not going to like that. <clears throat> first thing you talk about is replacing Christy because of last week's hormonal episode let me start out with um no since you started this podcast it's all been no one getting paid now if you have the money to hire someone how about paying your parents back oh my god did she really put that (laughs) so it wasn't like she was defending you she was just like She's just I, like, how I about re- my money, bitch? I regret my little head nod now. <laughs> You're like, oh, she cares about me. <laughs> nah, she thinks she she cares because I'm paying someone to be on the show. Ready? How about paying your parents back? Why would you even give anyone the impression that getting paid means, as one female put it, a career change? You can't support yourself, let alone someone working for you. It goes on. Next, your podcast is being recorded in your parents' house. This is the studio? This is the studio. <laughs> I, I'm so glad this you said that because you always call it the studio. This is a studio. Like, mm-hmm. No, babe, we're going to the studio. You mean your parents' house? No. It's a studio. We might not want some stranger that, wait, in your parents' house, we might not want some stranger that you thought fit to hire in our house. Especially one that you found on Craigslist. She's got a point. I'd rather not worry about when that day will come. That's something can happen to any of us in my house. Did she really write this? She'd be like being serious. So, was it all a joke? Oh my God. Or are you serious about this? What I say is bullshit. Love mom. Is that really it? That's it, yeah. And then um, she, I think I called her the next day and was talking to her and she's like, okay, first of all, your show around 30 minutes, it's, um, the audio is off from the video and what it, and it was. So uh, the, the, last week's episode, 172, 
it was like just there was a problem we had. I don't know if you're watching if you watch the show like the TV that we have that we put the news up on got all jiminy mm-hmm. and fucked up. I'm still stuck on this. We oh, we're going back. And I had to unplug it. And when I unplugged it, it like overloaded the processor of the computer, I guess. So the audio messed up. It made it shorter. There was this whole little thing in uh, the whatcha calls it. that So it got messed up. But going forward, we shouldn't have those problems. It's not a reoccurring problem. So we don't have anything to worry about. Anyway, back to this barb problem. So I was getting like... Goes going to a lot of different places in my head, <clears throat> you know, just because sometimes like her, her love and support is so overwhelming. Sometimes you just have to like really take a step back and just mm-hmm. humble yourself. You know what I mean? Um, and then I had this brilliant idea that we should replace you with Barb, that we should just run with it. Can we like when we pack up to go leave here? Run she talks with it. About, what do you mean? Listen, it's you can meet them first, you know, like. It's a really small amount of pay and I'll start making you monthly payments too and you can meet them and as long as you're okay with them being in your house, it just, it doesn't fit anymore. I mean, I can't, I can't control when Chrissy's right. PMSing and when she's not and like, she's agreed, she thinks it's the best idea and I'm going to be like, right. yeah, like, can we just, can we run with it? Can we roll with it? Can we well, just babe, that, keep all, playing all along? of that, I mean, that that is all the plan. I mean, I don't know what you, I mean, that's like, yeah, we're running with it. That's how it would have to work out. I would probably have to, you know, make some kind of payment. I don't I like think if we're running with it. I mean, like, yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's like it's not like, oh, we should run with it. Like it's. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that we had already decided that we weren't going to like tell her it's a joke when we leave that we were going to continue playing the joke on her. That's what I'm saying. And you're like, yeah, I know. What? That's the plan. <laughs> what, what joke? What are you talking about? What joke, babe? Look. I kind of, you know, the more time goes on, the more I want it to be a reality. Speaking of, uh, we have some more, we have some more, uh, you know, people calling in. We have some more people calling in. You already ruined it. What? Go ahead. Do your thing. That's the plan. (laughs) It is the plan. Okay. So we're. I know, baby. Go ahead. Let's do it up. Let's check out our next. Isaiah. Not contestant. Isaiah checks out. Sure, whatever you say, baby. That's what it is. The next person that's replacing Christie's bad attitude. Hi, I found your Craigslist ad. I heard you guys were looking for a female co-host for your podcast. Um, anyway, my name is Sarah. I'm 25, currently working in accounting. Ooh, Sarah from accounting. <laughs> um, I love podcasts in general. I've always thought it would be really cool to be part of one. So um, shoot me an email at wildk.com. Right. Was that it? Do you think we're... Um, Have a wonderful weekend. Okay. That sounds good. You should so, do it. <laughs> all of... Her entire pitch was, hey, I'm Sarah from accounting. It seems cool. Bye. <laughs> Got to put yourself out there, I guess, right? Sarah from accounting. You know, at this point, I'm probably uh, choosing Sarah from accounting over this. Could you at least be more? And Could you fake being enthusiastic? You know, um, Jeff and Nelly 
reached out. Was it Jeff? Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Jeff. Um, hold on. I want to show you a little picture or video. Never mind. But they, they enjoyed. Nelly said, oh, wait. No, that's what it was. Sorry, everybody. Take a moment. Here we are in your intro. And we're... we're I just wanted to to bring up a message that Nelly sent. She said, "Oh no, I don't know where it went. I thought she sent it on here." I'm I'm all lost. We know. Now you say something. Who do you think we should we should hire so far? You should use Barb. I think it's actually a really yeah really good idea. <clears throat> we only. It says, we only listen to the calls, and seriously, the hardest Jeff has laughed, by Jeff's stoic standards, of course, at an episode. I think it helps that I was making probably the same I hate this face as Christy. He even said, hey, I'd take, <laughs> I'd take him to one, I would take him to one of them. Hey, I'd take him to one of them. Oh my gosh. Look, everybody. Christy's almost halfway smiling. Like she's almost enjoying this awesome show. You're ruining the show for everybody. I'm having so much fun right now. Well, let's listen to our next one. Who do we have now? Howdy. My name is Daniel Mikowski. I also have kind of an infamous past known as Naked Dan the Handyman. I like that. It was the first ever clothing optional business to the public in the United States. Legitimate clothing <laughs> optional business. I'm 60 years old. Uh, I have a partner I live with. Her name is Caroline. Um, we used to do figure modeling in the past as well. And I enjoy uh, humor and am lighthearted, open-minded. And... I think I have a very resoning voice. I agree. So thank you for your consideration. You can reach me at 727. Why are you keeping it there? Why? What do you mean? I do this every time. I mean, you do this every time. So why do you do that? For what? You keep the, you know, seven. You can reach me at. You could have just pulled it away then. Oh, because I was lost thinking about that voice. Mm. I was going, I can't have that guy on the show. I I like him. I wouldn't. that's why we can't have him on the show. Sorry. Too good. However, very interesting stuff. Very interesting. Dan, what was it? I don't know, but I like him. Why? Because he's Cause naked? Because I want to interview him. Because he, he seems to have like a lot of the, the big, round, strong personality that you really lack. And I think that that's really what this show needs is like a real man's man, you know, mm-hmm. nice deep voice, really open minded, lighthearted, humorous. I think we could use that, honestly. We'll think about I it. I think the show needs it so bad because it's lacking it so much that I would absolutely sacrifice myself for the road soda to attain. I don't think we need that. I think we're doing <laughs> no fun. I don't think we, I think we have all the guys. I think we have all the I think we have all the guys we need on this show. Mm. I also ran a naked company. Mm-hmm. It's called All These Clothes Are I said that in the last episode. We're all naked here. You have to be naked to work here. To be on this show. Gotta be naked. CGI clothes. 
we got a guy doing it. I was it. just like so excited for my plan to like keep this going with Barb. And I thought we were like having fun. And you looked at me like I was the biggest idiot on the planet. Babe, because this isn't a joke. Yeah, but like this is you real. didn't even say that funny. You were just like being stupid. This but, is like, real. What do you think we're doing? Obviously. You fucking idiot. Well, yeah. Well, what do you get out of your mind? This is real. That's the plan to run with it. Like, no, we didn't. Not we didn't talk it. about doing that with Barb. We didn't talk about that. Mm. Hey there, my name is Jeremy. I'm 24. Live in St. Petersburg. I saw your open podcast interview, so I figured I'd say, "Hey, what's up." I know it says you're looking to replace a girl, but uh, I've been told I have a decent voice. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm interested. I have transportation. Uh, this is important. Yeah, let me know. I'm not sure. It seems interesting. Like, uh, yeah, so my name is Jeremy. I'm 24. And my, uh, my cell phone number is 7272. That's when you... 727, babe. That's a big area code. It's a big area code. I'm just saying and you know what? That's when you take it away. You don't have to like I wait. paused it. I stopped it. So that that guy's vo- voice, he's like, I think I have a very good voice. Yeah, he, uh, if only we didn't play that guy before you. <laughs> I actually liked both of their voices. And I'm like, I like both of these guys. Like there was like one guy made you look like a total pussy. And then they put like a number two and you, you really quickly went down to number three from number two to number three. You know what I mean? And then it was just like, didn't have much to say. So mm-hmm. he kind of lost me there. Yeah. He had less to say than Sarah from accounting. Oh my God. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but a great voice. If only we could great voice. get it to say something like Dan, the like naked anything. handyman. I I like almost just want to interview him. Period. Like, can you be like a guest star? Can like maybe once a month when I'm on my period, he can like stop on by. And He's fill gonna in. try to swing. He's gonna try to swing with us, dude. I love Caroline's. What's Caroline's? I don't know, it's his fucking partner's name. Oh yeah, Caroline. You don't yeah. even listen. Wow. You're right. I don't. Well, hey guys, why don't you tell us who you liked? Write into roadsodamail at gmail.com and say, hey, I like the deep voice Dan the man. And then, um, you know, maybe we'll interview him, see how he's doing. And, or you can call into the show, 706-200-1213. Leave a message and uh, tell us what you thought. Or you can audition for the show yourself. Feel free. Got an open position. I really got, I really got mad there for a second. Got an open position out here for that seat. Uh, must have equal or comparable or larger boobies. Male or female. Anyway, thank you. <laughs> now, how about another word? Wait, you say that. I want you to say that. Christy. How about a word from our fuck you? That's how you keep this part-time position. How about another word from our sponsor? Fuck you. You see how I said it with like, how about another word from our sponsor? Fuck you. Right on. 
Hello, I'm Dick. Here at Dick's Write Shit on Your Head in a Bag, we take business seamlessly. If it's Tuesday or just another nap time, Stephen will make your head in a bag special. Take two, from Idaho, with even less or more than the last derby. Dick's was there. We can afford them all. Paxton's, The Shimmy, The World Wide Web, and the list skips forward. Patio furniture. But don't shake our birds on it. On my anniversary, Dick's wrote shit on my head in the bag like splendor. Even my golden deceiver washed up on the tip. Thanks, Dick. There you gave it. Dick's right shit on your head in the bag is a spectacular place for the shame family. Don't forget... What do you think about Pizza Hut for dinner? Oh, oh, okay. Here we are. <laughs> <clears throat> it's been a crazy week out there in the world, but Road Soda has been making note of it. For you at home, the viewer, and the listener. For this is the news, the Road Soda. Big tits, that's you. Come on. News. There we go. That's the enthusiasm we like over here. And if you've applied for the position... Just remember. I'm so glad you didn't do the wink. What it's wink? It's so cheesy. I hate it. What wink? You were like. What? Huh? Kim Kardashian. I'm still waiting. I Wait, just like, was, was it Kim? Yeah, Kim Kardashian. Still waiting. It's like the most dad joke ever that it's not funny. It's cringy. That's. I can't imagine anybody listening, like giggling or laughing. or like, God, this fucking guy. That's like, that's how I feel. Right. It really gets under my skin. <laughs> Good. I hate it so much. And that's for me. I hate the wink. Yep. It's a Jiminy Christmas. It's yep. just. It's all for me. It's not for you. Okay. It's not, it's not for you. And when I do it and you feel that way, <laughs> mm -hmm. I've done it. I feel good. So you're, you're trying to make listeners cringe. You want to, you want them to be like cringe. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jiminy Christmas, baby. Come on. Just, just relax. Can we please read the mm. dag gum news? Oh my god. The first one is, uh, I get it. Fuck. I just wanted to say something. I'm sorry. What? What did you need to say? No, I just want to say fuck. Like something just a little harder. A little bit more grip. I've got one for you. Toronto man who fatally pushed stranger in front of a subway says he thought it was his landlord. Which I get. I get. <laughs> which, uh, I get. I don't uh, want to tell everybody about my landlord, though. I would I would like to connect it to this, but <clears throat> there are people. I think everyone feels similarly about their. I don't think there, it's rare for somebody to be like, my landlord is just a hoot. I just don't think that we should share with all listeners my landlord. Yeah, I don't think so. You, you mean our life, Christy? What did I say? My life and my landlord. Do you mean our landlord? Do you mean our life? Are you saying this is our dog? No, but that's because I'm actively telling you he's not my dog. I will adopt him for a small fee. $50. What is, what do I get? Um, you don't uh, have to feel guilty about not feeding your dog because then I'll feed him. That's not what I was referring to. What did you get? The Toronto man who pleaded guilty. Wait, let's just take a look at a picture of this. 
<gasps> oh my god i just saw a clip of the article that's one's got take it away don't do that thing where you're talking don't wear a sentence tell me the toronto man who pleaded guilty to second degree murder after pushing uh. a stranger <laughs> i'm so excited to hear it don't interrupt <laughs> lord what Dude. i think it, babe i think you're swallowing air I wish everybody could hear what your asshole does on a daily basis. In the room, when I'm in bed with you, anywhere, the juicy ones, the loud ones, the stinky ones, just constantly. I'm very good. At least I just burp. I don't really fart. But I think you're I think you're swallowing air. What's your asshole doing? Work. It's do- <laughs> Oh, anyway, he pleaded guilty to second degree murder after, yeah, after pushing a string. I just wanted to know what's the difference between first and second. I mean, he did it. So first degree and second degree murder is premeditated or an act of passion. So first degree murder is premeditated. Premeditated. Second degree is more of an act of, it's impulsive. Do they really think that they, that he hasn't already daydreamed about killing his landlord? What ends up happening in these sort of situations is that it's if you're trying to get someone to have a certain sentence if it's if it was totally premeditated and you know it but it's more likely for them to be convicted of second degree murder they will charge the person with that instead right. it's just because it's more likely yeah. yes yeah. that makes sense um to second degree murder after pushing a stranger in front of a ttc subway train in 2018 now admits he thought it was his landlord, landlord who evicted who him. Had eve- evicted in winter him at a virtual court hearing in front of Justice John McCowan on Thursday. Fifty-five-year-old John Resnick admitted after pushing Yosuke Hayahara in front of an eastbound train. You know train. how to say those, but you don't know how to say John McMahon. Jesus Christ! That's not McMahon. That's McMahon. There's M-A-H-O-N. Mahan. Yeah, I know that's one. An eastbound train in Bloor Yong Station that he told a firefighter and a police officer that he did it. According to the supplementary facts read out in court, Resnick's entered eastbound, westbound, whatever, on June 18th and remained on the platform for about five minutes before seeing Hayahara. He's like, I, I couldn't tell. They all look the same. I don't know what you want me to tell you. I thought it was my landlord. My bad. <laughs> Resnick oh watched Hayahara walk God. towards the bench in the middle of the platform. And as Hayahara got up in order to board an incoming uh, train, Resnick positioned himself almost directly behind Hayahara as the subway entered the station and pushed him in front of the subway car. Okay. Obviously, I like do that thing where like I don't really grasp all the details right up front because my brain's going 10,000 miles an hour. And all I really put together so far was that somebody like pushed somebody in front of a train and killed them. And then the word landlord, I didn't really, really realize that it was just like, I know it says a stranger thinking it was a landlord, but you just like push some dude. And then you said that super racist thing and it all really came together for me. And that's fucking wild. Yeah, I had to be real with you because that's really what happened. No, I know. Like this guy literally was like, I couldn't tell him apart from my landlord. Uh, granted, some people don't see their landlords all the time. Mm-hmm. It's maybe once a month, maybe the first time you get the the place. But um, if the guy hates him this much, he probably the guy's probably he, he evicted him. He might have even had to take him to court and see him in court a bunch. And this guy's like, 
I just saw the first guy with slanty eyes and black hair in that area and, and pushed him in front of a subway. My bad. <laughs> and um, I was living in, when I was living in New York, there was this person who skitzed out on the platform like they were off their meds like a schizophrenic and they just pushed a random person in front of it wasn't it wasn't like um uh somebody they knew it wasn't they weren't arguing and honestly shit happens a lot because the trains come up and it's just a platform it's just this train coming in at like 30 miles an hour it's just a platform and some people they're like stand behind the yellow line the yellow line's only like three feet if you give someone a good shove they're fucking in front of that train that's it if you're like behind, that's why every time I was down there, I just was head on a swivel, motherfucker. You just, you got to be careful. Subway, some shit happens down the subway. People getting pushed in front of a train car. And they have like video of it. I'm mad that you said like my head's on a swivel and the first thing I thought of was big butts. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, like kind of looking up on bumps. I want to thought, whoa, 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 whoa. Bots, Welcome to the bots. train, but you stand, <laughs> I'm going to stand, try to stand close enough to her so I can accidentally touch her butt. I love you. You know, I get uh, it. at approximately 1045 AM, minute, uh, 30 minutes after the subway pushing incident, Resnick walked up to the cab of a fire truck, leaned into the passenger side window and said to the firefighter who was in the driver's seat, I'm the one who pushed him. And then... Uh, stated mental illness. I'm uh, crazy. It's like clearly, <laughs> clearly you're. Jesus Christ. Does it give the story? I just don't imagine somebody that would do this sounding. God, I'm really critiquing all of your character voices lately. But like, I just, I just don't see him, see him sounding all, all, all whimpery and stupid like that. I just, I, I imagine him very dead inside and very cold. Like, uh, it wasn't me. Sorry, I thought it was my landlord. Like, he's already got to be so grim. You know what I mean? Right. I'm like, hey, I did not know it was not my landlord. I think he's more like a real timid kind of pushover, so? just being constantly pushed over in his life. Like this guy evicted him and he, he, he got fired from his job and he can't get a job because he's just such a wimp. And then he's finally like, oh, or just be like a real show. piece of shit. Yeah. I, that's timid. why I was hoping we'd get like it. I'm kind of glancing at it. I wish it was going to like explain his story like how did why did he get evicted like give, give, why did this guy uh the motive of pushing in uh punish pushing an incident <laughs> pushing an innocent man in front of a subway car and then admitting it <clears throat> it oh seems my God, I'm that reading mental ahead. health may have played a significant factor for the protection of the public and for the purpose of sentencing the court needs as much information as possible so what are you seeing that's ahead? Resnick said, well, they arrested him for assault. And the guy said, I murdered him. What are you doing? It's not an assault. It's murder. I murdered him. I pushed him in front of the subway. A few seconds later, when he was asked if he'd ever been in trouble with the police before, he said, no, I murdered him. Mm -hmm. I freaked out. I pushed him on the subway. I don't know why they didn't arrest me on the platform. It's got to be on video. I freaked out. I imagined my landlord who he's evicting me. And if I can't find a place to live, I'll be homeless. So it didn't even happen yet. I really did it. It's no choke. No, no choke. It's not choke. I killed him for God's sake. That's what he says. Mm, wow. This guy is, yeah. I get it, man. Times are tough. This guy's stressed. What, what, are you, what are you gonna do? <gasps> What's this? What? Just do your thing, Bab. I'm watching a video. 
I'm oh my like, gosh, babe, we're we're literally recording. You're watching a video. Oh, she's watching it. Don't. Are you gonna tell us? Maybe you can have. Should I play it up on no, the screen for it just everybody? Is, to watch? I thought I wanted to see if there was any. There's like a clip of the train and stuff. I just want to see if there's a picture of him or any like juicy media. And there's not, so don't worry. No, so mm-hmm. I shouldn't play this for everybody to watch. You can just sit there and. And now another word from our sponsors. Are you a racist who shoved a guy in front of a train because he was Asian and looked like your Asian landlord? It happens. Don't panic. Call Goldberg, Goldberg, and Goldberg, Berg, Golg, and Boldgerg, law firm and associates for all law. We can help. As a Caucasian male, the law can hardly expect you to be able to spot the difference. You didn't mean to kill that man, and it's understandable. An Asian man would make the same mistake, and we will help show that. We are no strangers to racial confusion. You may remember the Hispanic nanny who saw the family she worked for at the mall and attempted to kidnap their baby for ransom because they had been paying her in Jarrito's Mexican soda, only to find out that was not the family at all. We remember because it was GGGBB, law firm and associates, who were there when the judge declared the whole thing an honest mistake. So call us today for a free consultation. Goldberg, Goldberg, and Goldberg, Berg, Golg, and Boldgerg, law firm and associates for all law. Keep doing your own thing. What's next? What is next? I don't know. I kind of left it. Please, why don't you, it's your up. You're up. It's your up on the next one. Thank you. Please play. You called this one fake news. Fake news. I see the word tuna in there, and the Coopers sure love their tuna salad. Am I right? Uh oh, that's why this is all fake news. <gasps> what? Listen, I love Subway. Babe. Subway, in $5 million lawsuit, is accused of tricking, cus- <clears throat> tricking customers into buying sandwiches filled with quote unquote anything but tuna. What? Your family lives on tuna sandwiches. Just my dad. Don't okay. lump us all in there. I mean, yeah, yeah, but like anytime I've ever ordered your family, like groups of sandwiches, your, your mom gets tuna too. There's tuna, 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 tuna. Two Californians are bringing a class action lawsuit against Subway restaurants, claiming that something is a uh, fishy with its tuna sandwiches. Oh! <laughs> oh. Yes, sounds right up your alley. Uh, plaintiffs Karen and Nalima filed a lawsuit right in California federal court over an alleged bait and switch perpetrated by the sandwich giant. Yeah, yeah, classic bait and switch. They tell you it's tuna and it's nothing but mayonnaise and cardboard. Yeah, they keep going. Lack the sandwiches lack tuna and are completely bereft of tuna as an ingredient. And the stone cold lies are costing them over five million (laughs) dollars. They're like fucking take it. We don't care. Five million is, is a to Subway. <laughs> They're like, you out of your fucking mind? If they can bounce back after Jared, I think we're gonna be okay. If they can bounce back after just like two weeks ago, everyone it was like a class action because their bread was made of yoga mats. Oh, I missed that one. Yeah, their bread had the uh, some ingredient that yoga mats have in it. What exactly is the tuna? You may wonder. According to the complaint, it's a mixture of various concoctions that do not constitute tuna, yet have been blended together by defendants to imitate the appearance of tuna. Yeah, well, what the fuck is it then? They can't call it tuna. That's I like, just, I want more. 
They're yeah, like, like all they're gonna tuna. say is it's not tuna, it's not tuna. Then like, what is it? So what is it? It's other stuff. Don't you get it? Right. Okay, but what? It's things that are not tuna. Open your mind. Mislabeling, misbranding, fraud, negligence, misrepresentation. What is it? It's so not what tuna. Is it? It's nothing. So is it just? There, all it says is you can't legally count their Subway's bread as bread because it contains too much sugar. So that's what it was. Um, there was that too, but there was also yoga mats. So Subway's nutritional information page lists its tuna salad as containing flaked tuna and brine. Um, these claims are meritless. What? How, how does a, she know? Wait, how does this Karen know? Well, a know? Subway spokesperson says, these claims are meritless. Tuna is one of our most popular sandwiches. Our restaurants receive 100% wild-caught tuna, mix it with mayonnaise, and serve it on a freshly made sandwich to our guests. And she's like, no, I t- ate it and tasted it, and it was not tuna. It was other stuff. That's literally it. There's no more information. And she's like, I want $5 million, please. And he's... What did Jared do? Did he was like, he like a baby fucker or something? You put baby raper on his face mustache. What? <laughs> I was trying to bring a quote from, you know, the, uh, your mom's house people. We shouldn't, uh, we, we watched that show too. Um, but yeah, it was, he did. I think he had a bunch of hard drives and stuff. They, t- he talked about it on time suck. Mr. Dan, uh, I don't think I listened to that one. It was playing while I was doing dishes one day and you were in the kitchen. And it was when they were talking about like the. I feel like unless we're cleaning together and listening to a podcast together, when you're doing a chore or an activity while listening to a podcast, you're not the most approachable. I'm busy. So I probably stayed away. Well, yeah, I think it was that he solicited and had like a hard drive of a bunch of awful shit. Baby fucking. Uh, I think it was just more like preteens. Oh. Yeah. He wasn't into, you know. I don't get why people would be into preteens anyways. Like who, they just, it looks like literal, literal puffy pepperonis for nipples. Like what? what is it? I don't get it. Oh, don't stop. Puffy pepperonis. Don't stop. <laughs> I don't get it. Man. What kind of what, what kind of pepperonis? Well, that's fake news. Just don't tell my dad. Uh, oh my next God. up, we're too soft on kids. You are a pretty big softy in that department. Just because I don't beat my kids like you beat your dog. No, my- Rochester police officer handcuff and pepper spray a nine-year-old girl after call of family trouble what the fuck she had it coming why would you pepper spray a nine-year-old because she was unmanageable jesus christ i hate everyone sorry this big stupid thing is right here this is why i hate these news sources so much it's like where's the fucking article look there you go, folks, right down there. Just this massive ad that will never go away. Well, I don't away. know how I got mine to go away, but I clicked Me it. Gone. Oh, I think once you just keep scrolling down, it'll go away. Fucking A. <clears throat> well, I want this picture up. Idiot. Thank you, babe. You're welcome. Police, police officer in Rochester, New York, handcuffed and pepper sprayed a nine-year-old girl while responding to a police, uh, sorry, police official called a report of family trouble. In an incident sharply criticized by city officials. Why? I don't get it. Two body camera videos 
of Friday's incident released by the police department on Sunday show officers restraining the child, putting her in handcuffs and attempting to get her inside the back of the car as she repeatedly cries and calls for, calls for her father. Sounds like a nine-year-old. Spray the bitch. After the girl falls... Wow. That looks like two L's, babe. The dot of the eye merges because my eyes so. are because my eyes are blurry. After the girl fails to follow commands to put her feet inside the car, the officers are seen pepper spraying her. Are you kidding me with this? Jesus. No thank no, it should say no fuck you. No fuck you. You're ruining our show, CNN. All this great publicity we're doing for you, and this is how you repay us? Gee golly. Oh my God, I hate it so What much. do you think? Do you think this police officer was like pissed at his daughter at home? And he's like a stupid... Yeah! <laughs> right. This bitch. Um, the girl was transported to Rochester General Hospital where she was later released. According to Rochester Deputy Police... Uh, the officers involved were suspended. I like the <clears throat> police chief's name is Andre Anderson, and I really like that. Is Andre Anderson? That sounds <clears throat> sounds, uh, sounds very AE. He was at the front of the line always. Um, CNN has not been able to verify the race of the nine-year-old girl because, mm. God damn it, we're trying <laughs> with authorities. Doesn't matter why race. that's fucking important. It's a nine-year-old doesn't, girl. Doesn't, regardless. Yeah, exactly. That's why they're like, "Come on, we're trying to get to the juice." Well, no, I, I get it because it's you know <clears throat> all the so yeah the black hate right. But at that point, it's like yeah, but it would just really amp it up for they're like we'd really get some, we'd really get some good clicks if she was. We're, you know what we're hoping she is right. <laughs> I'm not going to stand here and tell you that a nine-year-old to have to be Keep pepper going. sprayed is okay. It's not, she said. I don't see that as who we. I don't see that as who we are as a department, and we're going to do the work we have to do to ensure that these kind of things don't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. keep going. What do you want me to get to? It goes. Police responded to report a family trouble. I have a ten-year-old daughter. Oh, my God. Sorry. I just don't read that fast. Officers were called. The officers were told. Yeah, it just talks about the family trouble. Like, what's the family trouble? Why did she do this? The officers were told the girl was suicidal and that she had uh, indicated that she wanted to kill herself and she wanted to kill her mom, the deputy. (laughs) fucking This nine-year-old girl. We got pepper spray. Hold her down. I just want to die. <laughs> Shut up. You're resisting arrest. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it sounds like fucking Reno 911 episode. It does. Why don't we watch that show? I love that show so much. You know, they're making it again. I'd like to watch the old ones. Me too. I think it's on Can Hulu. Can we do that? It's on Hulu. I'd like oh, to for do sure. That. And now, another word from our sponsors. Welcome to, uh, uh, welcome to Scrum White. Hungry and don't want to waste money? Then sidle on down the Scrum Way, where price beats taste. Now on sale is our 11 and a half inch maybe tuna sandwich. Choose any bread from our daily selection of supermarket day-olds. French bread, banana bread, hot dog buns. We never know what we'll get. With eight ounces, eight ounces of our house fish essence paste, topped with your choice of whatever's hanging around that you won't call the cops on us for serving you. Sawdust, yoga mats, peanut shells, I'm a big fan of the bubble wrap myself. All for just 35 cents. Make it a combo with one of them little cone cups for the water cooler. 
and a handful of candy corns. We are and always will be cash only and bathrooms are not for customers or employees. There's a Chevron across the street, just don't tell them you were here first. Scrumway, eat fresh food-like materials. Yeah, that one's pretty fun. Next, Christy, please, I need you to read this next article for us. Okay, coming up. Was it his soda and pepperoni? Sorry, I was just really kept reading, reading all the the details of her thrashing and kicking officers in the face and stuff and So what you're saying is she deserved it. No, I mean I don't know. I mean Would you have felt better if they tased her? No, I think I just feel better when I get the details of it. You know, if she's like, if they're trying to get her in, she's kicking, screaming, thrashing, kicking people in the face and doing this stuff. I mean, it's so hard to imagine that you can't contain a nine-year-old. Yeah. But sometimes it's just like, I mean, I don't it know, is, maybe. You're very right. I'm not in that situation. If there's like, you know, if we're all just getting fucking kicked in the face trying to do this shit, it's like, all right, fuck this shit. You, you want to act like that? Here's what happens. Yeah. I agree to both those things mm-hmm. i would say first um it is police officers are like trained on how to like hold, yeah. hold people but they're not trained that well they're really not trained as we can see from all this stuff that happens each individual it's not a part of police training to really show you how to like restrain i mean there are certain things but like if you have a wily little nine-year-old it's like yeah, you but could, I just see both. I see both sides. I'm yes, really torn. That's what you I'm know saying, what I mean. Yeah. Like, so if you, you can sp- just if right. you can get a grown ass man and like legitimately dangerous people, right? Fucking restrained. And How are you not able to do to do a, a to the tiny nine year old girl? Right. Well, he's like, I use the pepper spray for them too. Duh, it's all the same. Pepper spray, pepper spray. But then, like when they were going into you know all the the details of what she was doing and acting like, and it's like, ooh, yeah. that sucks. Honestly, it probably just the shock of that to her system probably brought her right out of wanting to kill herself. She's like, Oh my God, (laughs) it hurts bad. Um, It hurts so good. Was it his soda and pepperoni? Was it his? Was it his soda and pepperoni? Thank you. Was it his? You tell me with the next article. Police say man wakes up to a woman holding a bag of pepperoni and drinking soda in his house. A man in Alabama woke up to an unexpected visitor in his home Sunday morning. Mobile police were called around 8.20 a.m. on a report of a burglary. man who lives in the home told officers he woke up, found a stranger standing in his bedroom drinking Coca-Cola and holding a bag of pepperoni from his refrigerator. It was his! That bitch! Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's burglary. Well, I didn't know she, she just my broke Coca-Cola in with that. Coca-Cola and pepperoni. Just stood there. Do you think, was she like sitting on the couch or was she standing over him? He told police he had to physically force her out of the home after she told him she was cold and hungry. 8.20 a.m. on a Sunday morning. And she was just standing in his bedroom. With soda and pepperoni. She couldn't grab any. I mean, it was this guy's house. Of course, that's all he's got at 8.20 in the morning. This pepperoni and soda. A lot of heartburn. I know. So I'm cold. And You're I'm not like, above it, are you? You're like, get out of my house. That's my that's, that's my, my pepperoni. That's my damn pepperoni. <laughs> and my soda. That's my soda. That's my morning soda. It's pop. It's Alabama. And it's soda. 
Actually, it's Coca-Cola. I think that's one of those areas where everything's Coke. Yep, I think like, you're right. They say Coca-Cola is probably Sprite. Yeah, but what they're, <laughs> they're talking about pop. Everybody knows that. It's Coke. So take it away. It was about pop. What's She's the next eating one my say? Coke and pepperoni. My pepperoni flavored Coke. I was trying to whip up a new flavor of Coca-Cola to sell to Coca-Cola where it's pepperoni flavor, and those were the ingredients that I was using. Now I can't be a scientist for Coca-Cola no more. Because she robbed me. So what I want is money for the punitive damages. Not just the money for the pepperoni, but all the money I would have made on that pepperoni soda I would have sold to Coca-Cola. At least millions. Two million. Next article. L-O-L. I say. L-O-L. Wow, you're really on one today. Lol. Six arrest, arrested after changing uh, halls. Six erected. You're ruining it. <laughs> you said erected. Do you want me to do that every time you mess up? Because it's been a lot. Six arrested after changing Hollywood sign to Holly boob. Christy, was this you? They changed it to your town. Huh? Are you done with your thought or something? Where does Christy live? That's what I thought. Holly boob. <laughs> you're actually laughing that was a good one so oh wait is, it's my turn to read it right mm -hmm. oh sorry psych I don't I'm not apologizing I have to open another one for me to read gosh dang it everybody just trying to get your news up here on the screen for you and then I open up a, the wrong one so six arrested after changing Hollywood sign to Holly boob. Uh, six people were arrested Monday after scaling steep terrain around the iconic Hollywood sign and strategically changing it to convey what they said was a breast cancer awareness message. Now this is totally lame. Why can't they just do it for fun? Right. Why can't they just make it Holly boob? Be like, how about Holly poop? Just because also we thought it was good. funny. Yeah. Yeah. We think it's funny. Um, Holly boob, the sign briefly read with a big tarp with the letter B on it thrown over the W and a strategically placed white dash to make the D another B genius. Yeah. They, uh, really like using the word strategic LAPD captain, Steve Lurie, the Hollywood area commander said LAPD security personnel observed the five men and one woman on video surveillance about all the things surveillanced. Well, I guess they'd probably have a lot of this shit if it wasn't. Uh, 1.15 p.m., a police helicopter responded to the area and flight crew were able to watch the group move back down the hill to a location on Mullahom, whatever. They changed it to poop. What do you want me to tell you? Or sorry, to boob. Would you do that with me? For sure. Yeah, we'd have to go... First, we'd have to go black out all the cameras. So now we know there's cameras, okay? Mm -hmm. When we go do this. This should be our dream. What would we change it to, babe? I'm going to be really honest. I looked up there and said Holly boob. And I was like, we can change it to wood for Woody. And then I was like, okay. It's already Change Hollywood. it back to wood. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? Uh, I think it it kind of looks shittier than um you I think know. it looks pretty good. 
Hollyboob's pretty good. I don't think it, it is could pretty be good. Anything it, other than but poop. like the the way the lettering is, it's like I don't like uh, the B is like all slid down. You can hardly see the dash in in the letter D. Oh, wow, look at you being critical. Real shocker. Hey, I mean, if you're gonna make it Hollyboob, make it Hollyboob. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm saying this is Hollywood, not um, Holly vagina, Ho- Holly dick. I don't know what I'm trying to say anymore, babe. I'm losing it. Next up. This is the last one, and you're reading this one. Oh, I'm not gonna. Nothing like a good scam. Nothing like a good scam. That is what it says. Nothing like a good scam. That's what it says. Go on. See what I did there? I do. And I'm excited for you to read this one. Local trans man's identity stolen in. Pros- identity! Sorry. How would you like it if I did that to you every time? That's what I'm doing. I know you do it to me all the time. Stolen in prosthetic penis scam. (laughs) I want to hear about this scam. I don't understand. I need to hear about this scam. Do you get it? No. No, I know there's a scam involved um, when Penises. Philadelphia artist Jaden Remy joined the private Facebook group, All Trans Men Know Each Other, he expected to find support and allies in the 1,000 plus members. He never expected that his identity and pictures would be stolen in an elaborate scam to sell, to sell prosthetic penises to other transgender men in the online group. This isn't the first time this has happened. <laughs> <laughs> to him or just to Says anybody? Remy, younger, oftentimes naive members of trans community are often targeted for these types of scams. In this case, two Facebook users, Jesse Sexton and Skylar Jace Collins. Mm. Yeah, we get it. Used his pictures in an attempt to sell prosthetic penis. I get it. What happened? That's it. The scammers posted a status update posing as Remy that included photos of the prosthetic penis in question. Ooh, you can see the image. By clicking here. The update read, it's going to change the world. This is an amazing product every trans man needs to own. Message me for details. When he reported the fraudulent activity, he was banned and blocked. That's it. He uh, When he reported it on the Facebook thing? When Remy reported it. To the reported, Facebook group? Yeah. He <laughs> was banned and blocked from the group. Um, the group refused to remove the fraudulent person and interrogated me like I was the bad guy. Which means that's probably the person running it. If they have the the power and authority and they're not even going to hear him out, that means that's... So it, you're saying that somebody just made a post pretending to be him about prosthetic penises. He wasn't like scammed out of his identity. No. He just was... Somebody was playing catfish with his photos for fun. Right. And there Stupid. was No, and it wasn't even posted publicly to like... It was posted publicly within that group, but it wasn't like on his Facebook page where like his parents are... Could see. And- Where's the money come in? Oh, several members of the group fell victim to the scam, sending money via sorry, Western Union. Just to let everybody know that you can see it by clicking here. Mm-hmm. That picture's gone. Or I totally would show you guys, but that picture disappointing. is disappointing. Oops, <clears throat> 404. Sorry. Continue. Anyway, sending money via Western Union for what they thought were bargain prosthetic painish. Um, so there is money. That makes me yeah. feel good. I would never send anyone money through Western Union, he says. That doesn't make any sense. Not again. If you're buying online, make sure it's through PayPal or a secure network and make sure that the website is legit. And of course, there's the basic rule of any online engagement. 
If it's too good to be true, it probably is. Mm-hmm. There's no way a prosthetic penis looks that good. Like this cheap? This cheap for prosthetic? Well, shit. I think I'll get me one of those ding-dong <laughs> wainers. Dad Gerbit. Hope you guys enjoyed the news. Until next week, don't worry. Uh, the The sky won't fall. We'll collect all the stuff you need for next week, but and you should make it through. Don't don't be afraid without us out there. Wow, this is like the yeah yeah. And now, how about another word from our sponsors? This is not Wayne's world, but it, we should. This is this. You've made it Dad's world. That's what you've done. You've you've turned this into the cheesiest Dad's world. <laughs> Dad's, Dad's world. Dad's world. <laughs> I like it actually. See, <laughs> but not when you do it. All right, Jiminy Christmas. We're out. Millennial Book Club. Millennial Book Club. Mensa Breakfast Cement. What's Mensa? Mensa is, I knew you would ask. And even though I knew you'd ask, I still didn't Google it to give you the, the official. Mensa is the largest and oldest high IQ society in the world. It is a nonprofit organization open to people who score at the 98th percentile or higher on a standardized, supervised, or other approved intelligence test. So the Mensa Breakfast Cement is this, uh, if once you join Mensa, they give you a special breakfast that you get to eat. It makes you even smarter, Up, suppose, supposedly. I'm in Mensa, and um, well, it doesn't look too appetizing. And I've met <laughs> the people I've met have said it doesn't taste too good either. Mm-hmm. It just looks like cement, well, but it's really filled with all kind of brain stuff for your brain, like um, you know, other brains. They put it in there, like dog brains, monkey brains, and it's just like this grayish, sludgy cement. But they eat it every day for breakfast. The mec- uh, Mensa breakfast cement. I feel like cement breakfast would have made more sense, but I know I know what you're trying to do, but it's breakfast cement. Mm-hmm. You know, it's cement that you eat for breakfast, or cement that you can eat in general for breakfast. That was a really good one. Yeah, why well, don't you? I don't make this Just shit kidding, up. Just kidding, guys. This is the annual book club. Who is that supposed to be? <laughs> you. Just kidding, guys. <laughs> This is your millennial book club. There's no books in sight, so don't worry. We're only watching Netflix originals. That's right, Netflix originals. Yes. You never do that voice. I really like it. It's very oh, fitting for you. Is because what, it is. what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't understand what you mean. Jiminy Christmas. Jiminy Click. Jiminy no. Dick. Son of a bitch. Nope. Can't curse. What? I don't think you, you're not the hammer and gavel of all the things I say. Can't just say, no. (laughs) Yes, I can.
You can, but you shouldn't. Oh, do you want to talk about all the things we should and shouldn't do together? You start. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Okay, so this uh, Netflix original, this mm-hmm. millennial book club, mm-hmm. uh, last week we chose Fate, the Winx Sorga. Check this out. Yeah, where's my picture reference? That one? Yes. Fate, the Winx Saga. Uh, and this is the blurb that you get on Google. Not that one. I like to compare them, so let's do that. Fairies attend a magical boarding school in the other world, where they must learn to master their magical powers while navigating love, rivalries, and the monster uh, monsters that threaten their every... That's the Google exists. description? That's the Google one. Yeah, that, I don't like that one as much. That makes it sound So this stupid. one is... Uh, the Netflix one is determined to master their enchanting powers. A group of teens navigate rivalry, romance, and supernatural studies at Althea, a magical boarding school. Yep, I like that one better. Yeah, they're not much different. Why do you like that one better? Because it's a fairy, a fairy school, and it just doesn't sound as good. This no, one yeah. sounds more you don't, intriguing. Yeah. yeah, when you use the word fairies, I think it turns a lot of people off. Yeah. And there, there are some there are people that's going to draw in, but I think most people. Yeah, are like, eh. but it just like it makes it seem like there it's not much more than that, right? Just like some Tinkerbell shit, or I feel like Netflix description mm-hmm. is more intriguing, mysterious. Well, I think uh, Netflix has a little more invested than uh, than Google, and you know what I have to say right up front. Yeah, tell me how you feel about it. Lindsay Lohan looks like she really filled out. I hate when you do this. What? You literally take every person that's in any movie and you're like, they both have rod hair. That's Lindsay Lohan. It, does, it just doesn't look like Lindsay Lohan at all. Who else does it look like? It, she does. She didn't. I didn't look at her and I'm like, oh my God, you know who she looks like? Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Like you could say, yeah, they both have long red hair, you know, sure. But I don't think like, it's just silly. I don't think it's too silly. Well, you think just because they have red hair, I'm like, that's Lindsay Lohan. You think that's what I did? You do this you do this all the time. All the time. I think everything we watch, we're like, oh, look, it's Natalie Portman. Yeah. It's... Very... Well, that was just the one, so that's not everyone I watch. Okay, so this is the actress from the movie, okay? Where? Right here. This is all the actress from the movie. And now let's look up Lindsay Lohan. No, that's Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I know, right? That's why I said where. No, I know. It looks just like her. No, that's why I asked where they were because I knew they weren't on the screen. No, babe, this is the actress from Fate, the Wing oh Saga. Oh, my God. That's her. Okay, it looks just like Lindsay Lohan. Oh, my God, what a doppelganger. I couldn't get over <laughs> it. That's all I thought the whole time. Look at Lindsay Lohan. Oh, look, did you see the Whippy Goldberg really uh, has been really working on her anti-aging, don't you think? <laughs> I mean, shit. Lindsay, I just wanted to look at this. This doesn't even look like Lindsay Lohan. If this person walked in right now and was like, I'm Lindsay Lohan, I'd be like, you're out of your mind. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me, tell me you would know that to Lindsay Lohan. Nope. That's what I thought. Jeez. Lindsay Lohan doesn't even look like Lindsay Lohan. (laughs) Oh, okay. So that was fun. What about Whoopi Goldberg? 
She's not in the Winx saga. Yes, she is. Oh, she was that um, the one. Look, that, it's Whoopi Goldberg. This one right and here. And Selena Gomez. Like it just it's silly. Oh, I see a little Selena Gomez. Oh my god. <laughs> so, what did you? What we think? watched? We watched. Let's see. What two episodes? That's why I'm saying we watched two episodes, as in together. And did you watch the second one? I didn't even think you were watching. I was paying attention to the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I was also just trying to put together the last uh, episode because yeah, it's right. We're on. You know, we're on the YouTube. Everybody can see the the pictures that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I definitely yeah watched the second one, and I think even to the into the third one because the second one was when I was like, "Do you want to put on another one?" And you're like, no. <laughs> what was, first of all, when we started watching yesterday and we sat down and you're like, oh, I want to, never mind, I'll save it. What was that? Nothing. I told you it wasn't even a secret. It's just um, we had read the description and I looked at it and we never watched a trailer. And you know that I don't like to watch shows or movies without watching the trailer first because it's too much for my ADD. I need I need some tone to already be set. Right. I need something to be set because it's too much for... I don't enjoy watching something from the beginning having absolutely no idea what the feel is, what the tone is, what's going on. It's too much for me to grasp. I just want to pay attention to the storyline. So I like to watch a trailer. So you mm-hmm. put the trailer on and my nipples were so hard. I was so jazzed from that trailer. And I was just going to tell you how excited I was to watch it. I'm like, oh boy, I really want to watch Jeez. this. Jeez. Well. That was that was my big secret. I um, I never saw or read Twilight. But just uh, looking on the outside into the store, into the Twilight store, kind of gives me this feel. Okay. Did you ever? No, like I've definitely seen... A Twilight movie or so. Never right. was like really into it. Right. Maybe it was like the first one when it came out. And then I, you know, every teenager wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think I was like in high school at the time. Yeah. And you didn't read the books? No. 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 I thought I read the Fifty Shades of Grey books. I read all three in one way gone. And then she read them again. <laughs> no, but um, I don't think it's a, a similar feel. You don't? Mm-mm. No, that it didn't remind it remind me of it at all. And then even when you were saying it, I like thought about it for a second, but not really, no. Yeah. I think the feel I get is it's the same age group dealing with yes. magical stuff, but it's what would this age group do if they had magical powers but they were still living in like today's time and acting together. Yeah, but you know? the other one's really just like a couple people. This is like a whole group of people. What, Twilight? Yeah, it's just like one family that's vampire. I mean, like more people get introduced, but it's it's more of this very secretive thing, okay. and the girl gets exposed to it. And I love the TikToks of the guy that makes fun of Twilight. I think I've showed you some of them, because Kristen Stewart, the actress, is very awkward. Yeah. And she knows she's awkward. They like kind of capitalize on her being so awkward. Right. And so it's like one of those TikTok things where he'll like show a clip, and she's making a bunch of like, Faces, like confused faces, and then he mocks them, and it's really amazing. I think you have showed me those. Mm -hmm. And now, another word from our sponsors. 
Wacky Willies, Nigerian Withered Emporium and Broom Rental. We are your number one shop for all things witheredly and at the best prices, and have been happily servicing the Delta State for over 50 years. And it's no wonder why we're the number two shop for all witheredly things. And we are happy to announce our new Otherworld location. That's right. Wacky Willies now has an Otherworld location within a short distance of Althea School. Swing by for this semester supplies. Wands, gemstones, burn ointment, healing potions, and of course, condoms. Magical condoms. Icy ones and hot ones and weird empathy ones that make you feel feelings. We just got our first order of plantain leaves in, so come on and get those before they're gone. Wacky Willie's Nigerian Withered Emporium and Broom Rental. But, yeah, the plot is different. It's like a, yeah, the family, but it's a feel. You're looking at it, you don't think so it's like a So you never teenage... watched Twilight, but you think there's a Twilight feel. Well, that's, I, I, I prefaced this whole thing by saying I've never watched Twilight, but looking on the outside of the windows, it's like okay. teenage angst in a, in a um, setting of magic stuff. I think it, at first when I was watching it and like getting into it, mm-hmm. I thought, what a shame that this story is applied to teenagers because I thought there were, I liked the storyline so much that I thought if they didn't dumb down so many of the situations or like the inner struggles or the relationship struggles and stuff, yeah. it would have been just really fucking good. Yeah. And then as more went on, I usually don't like teenage stuff. Like I know there's other stupid drama stuff with high schoolers and I have a, a lot of friends. I know a lot of people that still enjoy it mm-hmm. and I just like can't get into it cause it's so far removed right. from my reality. Yeah. But this was one of the ones that like, when you went outside at one point, I may have shed a tear. And it was like one of those like teenage situations where you it it brought you back to this thing, you know, like some of their like relationship connections, it brings you back to like when you're a teenager and you're just discovering this intense desire for someone and it doesn't make sense and you don't know it's because you just saw. I just thought it was like really well portrayed. It wasn't super like elementary or anything. Right. You know, but I do wish there is part of me that wishes it was applied to an, an older, an older crowd. crowd because it's still, I just thought it was, it would it help so you? Good. How would it help you? Would it help you because it would like connect more or did it just make you feel more comfortable because you don't feel so childish? connect more? Yes, but <laughs> connect more. Yes. But also just for the heaviness of it. I think, okay. I think it could have been a lot more like heavy and intense. Yeah. And it's hard to give a shit about a teenager's emotions. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it really is. It's, no, not, it, it's not because they're not real, but um, it's because we've all been there and we're like, you don't have to, a lot to worry about. Don't and worry. And that's like, how I feel, except for whatever was going on in this one, or maybe it's just because I like that sort of storyline anyways. Mm-hmm. It really reminded, it almost like made me miss being that age. It's right. like, it's you're so it it reminded me of like how full of life you are and how how curious you are and how hard you can go and all these things that you know I don't I didn't particularly like my teenage years those are some pretty shitty years but it was like it really highlighted some of the happy parts of it so that's that's cool and and you know I because you you probably thought I was like hating it mm-hmm. for sure like you'd think I'm hating everything including you. Which that's you're, not, that's you're not, not entirely that's wrong. That's not true. I never thought. You're not 
You're not 100% wrong. You're just a Gemini. There are two people that live inside of you, and one of them very obviously is madly in love with me, and then the other one, you just have to like weed through your um, barb riddled abuse to see. She that watches this. Your barb riddled <laughs> abuse. <laughs> okay. But, uh, well, I did hate it. No, I'm kidding. I, I didn't hate it. It was there were interactions that were happening and it actually ties in very nicely to what, how you were talking about it, them being teenagers and teenage rea- like interactions because the interactions were so uncomfortable in a lot of different points. I was like, I'm holding my face or something, not because I'm like pissed, but because I'm like, oh my God, like it's hard to watch people talking to each other like that. And then the only thing that like, there's two things that help me get over it. One, it's like, okay, they're, they're younger and they're supposed to be teenagers. Right. And the second one is this is a, this isn't real life. Mm-hmm. These are all acting. So everything is like turned up and characterized. It also so, made me feel like at first I thought maybe you were like super miserable watching it. And then I thought maybe you could tolerate it. Cause it also made me, there was this like, I don't know the right word I'm looking for, but this like nostalgic part of everything that was very comforting. And I was like, Oh, this is why he likes anime so much. You know what I mean? It's like these these children's stories or these high school situations, but there's there's so much like purity or like yes. genuineness in these reactions Oop. and not in a way that it's like really turned up or they're like saying a bunch of like fucking whatever this generation is called, all this lingo. You know what I mean? It seems so removed and so superficial. This seemed like very authentic to that time of your life and the feelings that you're feeling and it, it didn't feel really done up. And I was like, and because I like magic shit and all that stuff i'm like oh this is why he likes anime and again funny you say that because um the whole time i'm watching it i'm like i would like this better if it was an anime Mm -hmm. i would like this better and my reason is for the same kind of reason why it's like hard to watch their interactions when it's real live human beings acting even if they're amazing actors like Daniel Day Lewis could be in the, these this thing and and say some of the lines, but some of the lines were just like on the nose. Like there's no finesse to the line. They're not like there's no subtlety to how they're expressing. They're like I feel this way. You said this. Like it's just very direct. And I think that makes it feel cheesy. Sometimes. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Does, yes, it does. It makes it feel cheesy, but it also makes me go i'm watching a bunch of human beings play pretend it's hard for me to watch yeah you have a real problem with that yeah because um it's not just the actors like i said that i think the actors can be amazing and they make it that makes it better but it's also the entire thing like how it's like the writer and everything it's like to make it me like really sink into this yeah this different world like and for something like this if they took the exact same script and everything in it but just drew it instead of doing it. I would have yeah. been like, this is fucking, I can get down Right, with this. or it because, also made, sorry, go ahead. Because like when you, you watch a cartoon, you're like, it's a cartoon. Yeah. Like there's, I'm not expecting it to act a certain way. Whereas humans, you're like, I expect you to act like a human, but you're like, a robot. Yeah, or I feel like, you know, a lot of people really like Harry Potter and I'm just really not into it. I've tried so many times. It was like, okay, I think I watched a handful of the movies in a row. I think there was like all of them on one streaming service I had like a handful of years ago. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking watch these songs. And like, I liked them. They were good. But there's this like element of like, 
well, I'm Harry Potter. And I'm like, I just can't get into it, man. Right. But this almost felt like Harry Potter met and fucked the Chronicles of Narnia, which mm-hmm. I love the Chronicles of Narnia because it's just more... Christian. Got him. That's not what I was thinking, but you're not... You're not wrong. I mean, it's C.S. Lewis. I believe he's actually Catholic, by the way. Anyways. I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah, he wrote a lot of theological books. Um, <clears throat> and that's what that's what the Chronicles of Narnia and that whole the Lion Witch in the Wardrobe is all about. It's all like I don't make that connection metaphor at all. for the well he did. That's I know, but I, I, I <laughs> he don't. was like that's like when you hear the a, lion is God. That's like when you right. hear a song though, and you like really connect to it, and they're like that's Christian rock, and you're like fuck. fuck. Well, so like I, I hate that, that song, right? <laughs> I didn't know that about the Chronicles of Narnia, but there's this element of fantasy. That is just. I think you're allowed to like it. Captivating in a different sense than Harry Potter is. Even when he says, "Oh, this this is just a metaphor for the Bible," it doesn't matter because no matter what you do, it's still the hero's tale. It's still the hero's journey. That's that's that's, what I'm that's, too, yeah. that's Jesus's story. Jesus's story follow, follows the hero's tale. Right. Even this the this religious book, it's because that's life. That's what the hero's tale is. It's just your journey through life. So even if he says that's <clears> what it is, it's still. C.S. Lewis is actually one of my favorite authors. If you've ever read some of his books, I mean, I obviously don't read a lot of his like saint work or his theological writings, but there are other things that are a bit more philosophical right? or some like, not self-help, but these, his writing is just fucking beautiful and brilliant. It's a good, I think I read one of them probably for school, but none of that feel, feel philosophical stuff that you're talking about, Mm -hmm. but I'll take... But don't take my word for it. The Reading Rainbow. Huh? Remember that? Yeah, but I'm not going to say What about Fate the Wink Saga? I think it was based on a book, isn't it? Yes. We Yeah, when we looked at it last time, it said that it was based it's on a, a book. book. It's a very, very famous book So let's kind of give like a little bit of a, a synopsis. So uh, Lindsay Lohan shows up at this school. And just like every first episode of everything, they're like, I actually really like this. So... Um, what else? What what other show did we watch where I brought it up? Where when you watch the first episode of a Netflix show, just watch how they give you information because yeah. they're trying to give it to you before you turn it off. They actually did really well with making it um more natural instead of somebody going, "Oh, it was the um the the Christmas Chronicles." I thought it was. Jingle Jangle for a second. It for could have been Jingle Jangle, but it was the Christmas Chronicles because the new kid that they added, mm-hmm. he was sitting there uh, at the very beginning when they're still at the Tiki Hut. The nerdy one. The nerdy one. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because they're like, you know, because you're the nerdy one. <laughs> like they almost blatantly just yeah. said it. So, but in this, there was a scene where the the tall blonde man, the... the yes, Sky. Sky. He's the, um, he's like the... Uh, the love interest. He's the heartthrob. He's the heartthrob with his fucking concave skinny. I'll talk about that later. Still. Yeah, but most of the shows that we watched growing up that were supposed to portray a high school atmosphere were played by grown adults. And that's why it was able to work where now I think these are being played by teenagers. So I would I'm willing to bet every one of these cast members are in their 20s. Outside of the fact of fucking Stella or whatever the fuck her name really is that I hate her so fucking much. She looks like she's 30. She does. She's probably the oldest one. You're very right. But um, so 
but yeah, there's this scene when they first cut to all the guys in their combat training. Yes. <clears throat> and then um, the guy is giving his speech, like the general or whatever. He's like giving his speech and he's like, you all suck, blah, blah, blah. And then Sky comes over and he, they do something and he goes, you see that? Sky's dad is a so-and-so. He's like the king of so-and-so, but he still shows up and he's that literally, it was so natural. That yeah. really would have been done, but he just told you exactly who all who, who this person is, right? So I really appreciate that, appreciated that, and I thought it was really well done in that way. Um, I forgot where else I was going, but yeah, no, she, Lindsay Lohan shows up at this school. Uh, she runs into him. She meets this, you know, she's getting a tour around school, and uh, you find out it's a fairy school in the other world. And you learn that the other world is literally an entire planet. Does that just mean I'm really old? What? How old are all these people? I said in their 20s. Are they older? They're in their 20s. They're in their 20s. They're in their 20s. It's just young 20-somethings look like teenagers to me now. It's make-believe. Uh, yeah, but don't you remember like growing up and watching shows like that with people in high school and they like looked like grown ass adults? That's because you were in high school and, and ever and you know what a you're you look at you look at teenagers all day long and when you turn on that TV you're like uh Skeeter's like twenty five. Or what's his name? Screech. Screech mm-hmm. is like and then Screech is dead now. That's what? how old he was. Oh yeah, he just died like yesterday. Nah. Why? Dustin Diamond died of cancer. Well that sucks. From doing porn. Dude, Tara, the annoying one that everyone hates, she's 27. And Tara is the... The Earth Fairy. Just say it. She's a thick bitch. That's the one. She's, I was going to say the word. Wanna, I was going to say you the were word using, You were using every word to describe her, but the one that describes her. Yes, she is. She's plump. She's supposed to be that character. The yes. heavy... Uh, heavy character, kind of annoying, but also really smart. It's Always 2021. Gonna be I'm not going to say like the the black guy that it's annoying. Wow. And I'm not going to say like the fat chick that's annoying because she's just smart. and she's struggling with her identity in it. Well, yeah, that she's a teenager. They're all struggling with their identity. That's literally every person in this is struggling with their identity. This one who's like, I'm a fairy, but my whole family's not. And then, well, yeah, that's because she's a changeling. Well, you just ruined it. Spoiler alert. I mean, when are we not doing spoiler alerts? Uh, so far, we haven't spoiled anything. We always do. Oh, yeah, we always do. Every one of these Netflix... I should always say it at the beginning of You usually of the, do say it a handful of times, but we discuss the whole plot, and then we talk about it in detail. Yeah, that's what a book club is, right? Well, I didn't say it at the front of this one. Oh, well. Spoiler. And it's not that big of a spoiler. It's literally like... It's in the first you, episode, First, it? It's in the first episode, you think she's one thing for a little bit, and then they kind of allude to like this darkness, like ooh, maybe the head, the head lady is like some deep dark person, but then she's like, you're a changeling. I didn't want to tell you; it would hurt your feelings because you were a little teenage bitch. I don't think that's why she didn't tell her, and I don't think they alluded to that at all. They do because when they first, she didn't tell her because it's not. That's not why she didn't tell her. She didn't. Maybe you didn't. They didn't tell her because there's much bigger things going on at play, and they were trying to keep that from her. That's right. why they also told her that the other person's dead. But she's not like it's it's this big the other person. Yeah, the person that comes to her in her dreams. So like, the the headmistress is basically trying to portray to Bloom right. well, that it's this big accident. She just found her, yeah. but it, but it's not. It's right. this whole play, and that's why when you're like you're a changeling, and so you're like, 
oh shit, she knows what the fuck happened to this girl 16 years ago. Right. And then it more keeps getting unfolded. And I think she's just trying to say to her, like, didn't want to hurt your feelings because that's the only cover up that she really has. Right. And I mean, you're talking with the experience of having watched all that. But when you're like starting from the beginning and it says like, hey, and she's like, oh, it was a deep lineage. And then it kind of like the next scene, like this music and it like kind of zooms in on the headmistress. It's like you're led to believe like she's keeping a secret secret for like a clandestine reason, like a bad reason. Right. And then when you do find out, I mean, it was a I mean, it was a genuine thing. She's like, I didn't want to tell you because what was it it wasn't i didn't want to hurt your feelings it was um it was easier or or i didn't want to tell you because i didn't know where i don't know who your parents are or something like so i didn't have an answer for you whatever it was of course she knows more you learn further down the line that she like there's there's more to it than that of course i respect that you feel the way I been, mean, there was no, there was just no, there was no part of me that was like, oh, that's what it was. Like, there, I thought it was because oh, you're never obvious. trying to, you ain't never trying to figure it out. And now another word from our sponsors. Hi, Jaron Lanier here to tell you what I think of Fate, the Wink Saga. As I've previously stated, I don't have a Netflix because my ignorant mother can't figure out how to update her payment info. But just like that masterpiece, I'm thinking of ending things, I caught the entire series through my neighbor's window. After the last movie, I thought they had sophisticated taste, but I was mistaken. This show sucked my musky dreads. I didn't think they could make Dawson's Creek worse, but they found a way by adding magic powers. The only thing missing was a puppet of a snarky black cat named Salem. As I sat in the dark in my neighbor's Bougainvillea, chewing on acorns, I couldn't help but wonder how if being an introverted, anxious teen that is empathetic, a magical power. Controlling fire, ice, and air is magical. Having feelings is just weak. That's why people with them can't be CEOs. I would rather be the Latina on Captain Planet stuck with the love power and creepy advances from a blue guy with a green mullet and a nice bulge. Yeah, I'd much rather that. I'm ashamed to say I have watched this show and I wrote a passive-aggressive note to my neighbors telling them to choose better Netflix shows. <clears throat> to whom it may concern, your choice of television is worse than my feet look. You don't know who this is, so imagine goat hooves hammered into the shape of a person foot. If your taste is any reflection of who you are, I would call the cops. But I can't, because technically my mother's house where I live is too close to the local school. Please watch better shows or I will be forced to stop shooing the raccoons digging in your trash as it will no longer distract me from viewing Netflix shows. Also, check out the book 10 Arguments for Deleting Your Social Media and for Why I'm Better Than You by Jaron Lanier. He's the coolest. Kindly from a better than you neighbor. Well, that should really straighten him out. This has been Jaron Lanier. And remember, I'm better than you. It's always so obvious. I don't. Uh, well, babe, I'm a glad. I, I'm a. I'm a glad we we agree. <laughs> Do you have your water on the other side of that? Yeah. You know what else I really liked? I really like. I really like the names in the show. Oh wow! What were and what are some of these names? Bloom. I love that. What a cool name for a girl. Really? Bloom. I fucking love it. Love, love, love it. Cool. 
There was another one. I Toss it out the window because now she, you can't use it. Oh, yeah. And then the other girl's name was Misa. Okay. I thought that was really cool. But now I see here it's spelled M-U-S-A. So maybe their accents made it sound like Misa and it's Musa. Could but be. I thought that was a really cool name, too. Yeah, I really, really liked the world that they're building, the universe that they're kind of making up. Um, it is very... Uh, it leaves open a lot of stuff. Like there's an entire other world called the other world that I thought was interesting. And, and, and something that was drawing me in was to learn more about its existence. Like, how do you get into the other world? I understand they were like, use a portal, but like, where is, is it like a interdimensional thing? Like, it's just something that I f think they would answer as the story yeah. goes on. But it's, um, I liked it too. Cause it takes like, things that we all think about you know like this other realm or where these other beings or this other possibilities exist and so they're like yeah there's your world that we live in and then there's the other world and that one has six different realms you know what i mean so it's like all these things you already think about anyways that are like kind of true maybe but also totally far-fetched and so i like that yeah. they put a story to that yeah it is it's a lot of fun in that way and i um it's definitely made for women it's made for girls uh, like young teenage, women yeah yes. young women and I never saw this. Do any of the males have magic? Yes. Are you sure? Because from everything I watched, I never. I saw a male in the magic class where they're sitting around the the rocks, but have never once seen a shot, even in the background, of a male using magic. Like you know, when they're at the rocks and they're all going up taking yeah. turns. Sitting next to her when she's like, it's your turn. Sitting next to her was a guy with his notebook. I'm like, are we going to see his fucking magic? Yeah, I also couldn't tell that either because, well, he says in the very opening scene when Sky walks up to the girl, he's like, you're a fairy, huh? So I think they're not fairies. Right, but they have, may have like another name. Ex yeah, so right. I don't think that those have really been opened up yet because they're just like exploring this girl world. Right. Um, it also kind of reminded me of Game of Thrones. I thought it was like a teenage magical game of thrones i think there's a lot of similarities and the burned ones reminded me of the white walkers yeah, and stuff yeah. like that and this thing that came back she, supposed she didn't to be really try too hard i uh, know they're not from snow they're from fire right and <laughs> right? they don't live on the other side of a wall they live on the other side of a barrier <laughs> right and it's like the the blonde girl the main khaleesi the main character right. finally discovers that she's the queen of the dragons this girl finds out that she's the most powerful fairy ever you know it's it's a very similar plot you're ruining it for me now. This was all... I have not watched much more than you. This was all... You said you were paying attention. So. <laughs> well, you know what it reminded me of? and It's it's the coloring. It's the brightness. And by brightness, I just mean like level of brightness. Yeah. Not, not that it's like super bright. The effects that are, are used and how they're used. It, it just looks like a sci-fi channel movie. Okay. And that, like, those effects are nowadays are easier to do. Mm -hmm. They're still expensive. They're still hard. But, you know, in a show that's like this, they have less, they have to stretch a budget over like five hours yeah. and not just a two hour movie where they can, like, dump millions into just this movie so it comes out looking that much better. Um, because it is a little, a little cheesy, but at the same time, it's not like bad. It's really not yeah. Bad. It is cheesy up front, mm -hmm. and then once you get in it, I I'm really surprised. I guess that I enjoy it as much. I really, really usually don't like teenage shows. Yeah. It's so hard for me to get there. Just where like I do like a lot of what I'd call boob tube, like 
but not really like all my girlfriends that have watched like the housewives of this or that I'm like, I just can't get into it's just too far for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So but I, I really, really do enjoy this one. Like we were only gonna watch an episode and go to bed early last night and I watched three or four. Yeah, I think you watched four. Which gave me the the last two gave me a chance to put together that other episode. And I'm going to let you know now that when we go home. I will be watching it. Yes. There's only six episodes total. So I'm almost done. done. Oh my gosh. You make fun of me for watching 24 minute episodes. Do you want to tell um, everybody how many hundreds of those 20 minute episodes that you watch? Yeah. I'm on episode 675. Yeah. I'm on episode four. Well, good luck. You got a lot to go. You want to catch up to this shit? <laughs> That's right. Look, now we both like children's shows. <laughs> I'm telling you, if this was an anime, it's all the cheesiness that I'm put off by, like the the effects, the humans acting, the humans interaction. If this was just a drawn cartoon, all of that stuff would just... You know, I... It, because you, it's already cheesy being like a cartoon. So yeah. I don't expect them to act a certain way. I expect certain comments to be on the nose. And then like when it comes to the effects, it's all drawn. So those yeah. effects look just as real right. as everything else. You know, it's just a whole. I'm so glad you feel that way because I was thinking that last time. Like not necessarily that, you know, like, oh, this would make a great anime or something like that. I'm like, this is why this he is likes it anime. so much. Yeah. This is and the I'm like, same thing. Yeah. You know, but there's. I the ones you have showed me I did enjoy I mean we've definitely whatever there was one show we sat down I think we watched the whole fucking season in one sitting and I did that with you and it like it wasn't hard I, I enjoyed it yeah there is no the only part of anime that ruins it for me or makes it harder for me to get I into think I, know what, I think I know what it is what's your guess the 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 archetype of the helpful helpless obnoxious girl that with that being said it's the voices yeah. And everyone sounds the same. Well, it's, it's, there's like a a certain amount of actors and they hire them for like almost. It's like I definitely could, the helpless, obnoxious girl. That's most people and including mine. It's, it's like just, there's this there's this archetype of female in Japanese culture. That's just this oh, super whiny. Fucking, it's just all and the then, voices and are like, so high. And yeah. it's just like there's this great story and I'm so into it and then I feel like every time something happens one of these characters is turning around crying and they're drawing sweat off them and it's like Nyeh! yeah and, and like, that's like the god make it stop where that's like they're turning up the emotion like and I used to stay com- away from those shows completely but until I just like let it wash over me I'm like whatever because yeah, it's except- like you get the goofiness like they're just right, right. that's the purpose right. of it except in like in Death Note what was her name Mist me? Misa? I think it was Misa. Oh my god. Yeah. That's amazing. Um That's she didn't bother fun. me. I loved her. No. I loved because how obnoxious she was and help like I just I fucking I would absolutely have licked her adorable little butthole. Well. I loved her. It, but it didn't ru- there was no ruining of it for me. That's and those are the shows, so it's the difference between this being made for us, uh not us, like this fate being made for like that teenage group mm-hmm. and then Death Note was more for like I mean, he was still in high school, but yeah, it's but I like, guess it's not so like it's more adult child, themed. Child. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. And there's actually a um, now that I think about it, there's a show that was recommended to me a long time ago, and I watched it. It's really good, but it's it's a cool show to come from Japan because it gives there is none of that like weak female like obnoxious 
person. Yeah. The main character is this female and she's like this really strong, powerful female. And the entire show centers around this like special group of females in like the that are like these special swordsmen or whatever. It's actually really it's really, really cool. So like I'm obviously gonna say that you would rate it, watch it if it's there. Yeah, watch it if your girlfriend asks. That was gonna be my next question. So like how pained would you be to watch it with me? Not very. I wouldn't be pained at all. Like, especially if you didn't get like, if you didn't mind if I like checked my phone every once in a while or like, yeah, I would totally, this is the kind of show that I would, um, I could sit there and let go on while I was doing like other stuff. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it to be so for teenage girls Mm -hmm. or that, you know, when we, when it started on, I was like, Oh fuck, I can't believe I did this to him. You know what I mean? Not that I had any regrets, but I'm like this, I knew it was kind of going to be like that, but not so much. Right. But then I got past it and I couldn't help it. And I was just, I was so in it and I was smiling and I was lusting after them. And I love their little stupid sexual tension scenes. And I love all of the fucking hardships they're facing within themselves and other people. It was just so relatable. It wasn't done up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, I remember feeling that way. You know, everyone's like, stop a fucking teenagers. But at the same time, everybody knows that it's just such a formative moment. You know what I mean? And watching it really brought me back to I'm like, do you remember crushing on people like that? Like in somebody in school or somebody you know and they'd walk by and you're like, oh my God, oh my God. Like that sort of purity and these enhanced feelings like the shit's gone or like the sense of community and like the separation from adults and like your little world and this is it's important it just we loved it Aww. and i think like whatever the fuck i cried about i don't remember right now but it was nice so save. trivial and stupid nice save well so you would rate it must not necessarily i would it? almost say watch it if it's there really i would not say this is like absolutely must watch but i'm like if you like stuff like like i told you before i like the magicians i like any sort of witchy right. metaphysical so weird. for if it was for for christy if you're putting it in your christy's book of movies she li- or um, tv shows she likes i will like can't wait for the next season must watch yeah okay. yeah I, I i loved it i would put it in like you said, watch it if it's there. If you if your girlfriend goes, do you guys do do you guys do you want to watch Fight the Wink Saga? Be like, oh, I guess so, babe. Yeah, but I, I mean, even so, it's not like I could list. There's a, I mean, I don't even know if I'd say it. Absolutely, absolutely, must watch. Somewhere in between, must watch and watch it if it's there. It's must probably not gonna be like the favorite thing I've ever watched, but I no. loved it. I'm glad I watched it. I'll finish it. I'd watch it again. It it scratches the itch of a boob tube because mm. I feel like I'm so more likely to watch murder and like much more detached, not female things. That it's like one of like the voice is a, it's a guilty pleasure. That's what it is. The voice is a guilty pleasure. It scratches this itch of my vagina heart. My vagina heart. You're my vagina. And the heart. Bachelor, the Bachelorette scratches that. This scratches that. And what are we watching that, next week? I'm just a big tits. We get it, babe. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. She likes Grey's Anatomy. Thanks. She likes all the girl stuff. She likes The Voice. She likes. And next week. Thank God this is my last episode. <clears throat> <laughs> what is next week? I don't know. Christy chose. So if you don't like this one, (laughs) this is in the top. This is in the top 
five. It's I number, it was number three. three. It's in the top five. So it's in the top three. And it's number three. It's in the top three. I like to say number five and then say, well, where in the top five? It's Whoa. number three. Check that out. Yeah, it's doing pretty good in the top five. Top three is better. That's like yeah, but it's bronze, in the last place of number three. But the bronze three. medal gets a medal. The fifth place gets a fucking ribbon. Right, but also when you put the bronze medal into mm-hmm. the group of all five, mm-hmm. they're like, I'm doing better than somebody. Mm-hmm. If you say it's in the top three, yes, but it's the worst one of the top three. Yeah, but it's still the top three. It's the winner circle, baby. It's the worst. Why are you including other people? It's the, the worst winner. Circle? It's the worst winner. Anyway, the dig <sighs> on the eve of World War II. What? World War II Eve? Yeah. You know, World War II starting tomorrow. <laughs> right. What? A British widow hires a self-taught archaeologist to dig up mysterious formations on her land, leading to a staggering find. What are all these Jews doing around here? <laughs> living under the soil. Oh my God, I hope so. <laughs> oh, Did man. I turn this Millennial Book Club into the Vagina Monologues? The Vagina Book Club. No. Not at all. Sorry. Well, folks, what did you think of Faint Fate, the winking blogger? I don't know. What did you think about it? You write into roadsodamail at gmail.com. Tell us what you think so we can read it on the air. Or you could uh, call in 706-200-1213. Leave them. We're going to interrupt the number giving. Is that what we're doing? Wow. So professional. 706-200. Now you know why I'm getting fired. 1213. See how I did that? Because I fucking read you like a book. I was doing it on purpose. And leave a message on the machine so you can do it. Uh, so you can do it. So you can be on the show. What is fucking happening? And also, you can do that with uh, The Dig if you watch it. Mm-hmm. And you want to be like, I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of that one. And you type it in on mail at gmail.com and send it to us so we can read it. Um, we didn't get any emails about this book club and never have. So that's why we don't. <laughs> Are you serious? That's why we don't ever read them. <laughs> that's the fucking amazing. of the Millennial Book Club segment because we get texts from nelly mm-hmm. our listeners look if you're a listener you get our phone numbers and you can just text us <laughs> <laughs> you can just we're, we're we're all friends here well tell us how, what you think about the dig thanks later Another one for the books. My last one. Your last, last one. Last, last. Yes. One. The actual last one. The actual last one. How did it go? At least it was recorded on the camera. What'd you learn? Um, that we still have Barb's loving support. Oh yeah, she's number one support for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, this is their house. This is the uh, the Road Soda Studios is. Out of. I have suggested so many times we move it to our house. Just once. Multiple times. Just once. And oh, I once s- you were listening. I get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> this one time you were listening. Now, and now at the end of the show, she chooses to be funny. Isn't that crazy? Wait, wait. Now we're in 20 minutes to finally say something funny. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> so, I just don't. Uh, once we have things a little more organized at the house, like all the rooms situated then I think we could, but for right now I just think it would be, it wouldn't really be very conducive to uh, 
it would it'd be more messy we'd probably be wouldn't sound as good look as good um i know the trip back and forth from our house is like a pain in the ass and i would prefer to shorten it but um i think we'll get there at some point yeah that wasn't my point but i agree and I'm, i really support your feelings and i respect what you feel what did you learn christy's super gullible just kidding already knew um, I learned that you can pepper spray kids. You knew that. Yeah, I knew that. You're right. <laughs> I learned that um, Christy didn't learn anything. Well, that's because you piss me off before we record this and you tease me a bunch. You get me all worked up and so then I can only look at you with flames for eyes and I can't think about anything else. You're welcome. What'd you get me for my birthday? I don't know yet. Hopefully the hopefully Walmart's still not closed. Still <laughs> it open. is in two hours in five minutes. Hopefully Walmart's still open. Mm. Anyway. Woo! Am I in trouble? <laughs> oh my god. Everybody, thank you for listening to the show. Catch you next week. And be sure to watch. And see who's on, because I won't be here. Nope. Uh watch the I think it'll be here. Uh Watch The Dig, huh? that Netflix original, right into roadsodamail at gmail.com or call in 706-200-1213. Listen, why not listen? Uh, and make a, uh, you, you, you leave a recording, be on the show. But yeah, the Millennial Book Club is The Dig. And if you're uh, watching on YouTube, I know everyone says you should like and subscribe. I think you'll just do that anyway if you are enjoying it. So there you go. And um, hmm, that's it. Oh, yeah. Go to bed early. It's good for you. Toodaloo.